This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 9th of June. In your squiz today, the Murugupan family go back to Bilo. The World Bank's recession warning. Queensland claim a win for Origin Game 1. And settling a kitchen debate. This is your squiz today. The Murugupan family are on their way back to Bilo, back to the small town of Biloela in central Queensland that they have made home. It's been four years since the federal government detained them when deportation efforts stalled. They're now on bridging visas issued by the new Albanese government. Yeah, and that comes after their bridging visa ran out in 2018. The parents, Nadez and Priya, came to Australia separately by boat. Uh, that was in 2012 and 2013. Uh, that followed Sri Lanka's civil war. They're Tamils and they had children here in Australia. That's Kopika and Thanika. The family lived for four years in Biloela, which is in central Queensland, and it's a community that's really vocally supported their efforts to stay here. What happened when their temporary bridging visas ran out in March 2018 was that they were detained, uh, first in Melbourne, then on Christmas Island, and more recently in Perth as their legal challenges were mounted. What has changed is the new government. The Albanese government has decided to grant the family new bridging visas, and that means that they're able to return to that town that really loves them. Yeah, there's a lot of love for them in Biloela. Their advocates have welcomed the developments but still want to see them granted permanent residency. While we're talking about immigration and citizenship cases, there was another ruling in the High Court yesterday that we should cover. It's been ruled that suspected terrorists can't be stripped of their citizenship by the Home Affairs Minister. Yeah, what the High Court said yesterday, uh, it was hearing a case of a man called Dalil Alexander. He is a man who went to Syria and joined Islamic State. He was stripped of his citizenship by the Home Affairs Minister uh, when he was jailed in Syria. He was unable to be released from jail there because he was unable to come back to Australia and he's a dual citizen with Turkey and they didn't want him either. What the High Court said yesterday is that that Australian citizenship can't be taken from someone by a politician. If it's going to be stripped, it needs to be a court that does it. The Albanese government will assess the impact of the ruling and any significance it has for other foreign fighters who might pose a risk for Australia if they returned. With energy prices soaring, new Energy Minister Chris Bowen has met with his state and territory counterparts to discuss plans to ensure national energy supply levels. While there's no short-term fix for immediate problems, they've agreed to work on some future mechanisms for supply. Yeah, there's 11 of them. There's 11 points of action that all of those governments have unanimously signed up to progressing. Uh, The main one that's front and centre is a capacity mechanism, which sounds all very technical and it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, What it essentially means, though, is that there will be payments for electricity generators to guarantee what's called baseload power. That's the stuff that we rely on day in, day out. It's just the base that we all use. So, 
that means that issues that we had recently uh, with power in short supply would be fixed because those companies would be paid in advance to make sure we can keep the lights on. And of course, energy supply is an issue right now because there are coal-fired generators that are down. There's a lot of demand as people want to turn their heaters on. And of course, the situation in Ukraine, which is driving up energy prices. The economy has been a hot topic here for us lately, but tough economic conditions are a global concern, with the World Bank warning that recession will be hard to avoid for many countries. They've downgraded their global economic growth outlook to 2.9%. Yeah, so all these issues we've been talking about here in Australia with energy prices and inflation and all sorts of things uh, isn't just here, it's global. And when it comes to looking across the world's economies, the World Bank sets an outlook for what global growth looks like. Uh, In January, it said it would be around 4.1%. Looking at what's happening right now, uh, it's at about 2.9%, they say. And that really does come down to the Ukraine war. They're very concerned about that. Um, They've also said that those lockdowns in China uh, and ongoing supply chain issues is a real threat to the world's economies. So uh, staying out of recession is quite a thing. And they say that it's something that all governments need to be worried about, particularly as that Ukraine war continues. As for the situation in inflation here in Australia, Australian Treasury Secretary Stephen Kennedy says that inflation is on track to rise potentially well above 6% this year. Former German Chancellor Angela Merkel has given her first major interview since leaving office last year. There was plenty of ground to cover from her relationship with Russian President Vladimir Putin to her opposition back in 2008 to Ukraine joining NATO. So there's been a lot said about what Putin has done, whether Angela Merkel would have been in a position uh, to try and negotiate with him. And that's because she had quite a respectful relationship with him. He's known to be quite a tricky character, not just of late, but Mm. across his political career. (laughs) And she was someone who was able to sort of wrangle him, it seems, when it comes to those sort of European meetings and meetings on the world stage. Uh, But since February, some of the things that she was able to do with Putin have been called into question. Uh, What she said is that she could only deal with the cards as they were played at the time and that meant that Germany and Russia had to coexist, uh, she says, despite all our differences. Also, Vladimir Zelensky criticised her for her opposition uh, back in 2008 for keeping Ukraine out of NATO. He called that a miscalculation. But again, Merkel said that at the time, Ukraine was just a new country and it wouldn't have been appropriate. She says that she has nothing to apologise for. But as for the non-political stuff, apparently she's enjoying a lot of long ocean walks, pops on a hoodie as a disguise. She's also been getting through an audiobook of Shakespeare's Macbeth, so good (laughs) for her. While we're on World Leaders, Claire, there's not many things we'll hold the podcast for, but we did publish a little later on Tuesday waiting to see the results of the confidence vote on UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's leadership. So it was an easy one to decide to take a look at this week for this week's Squiz Shortcut. Yeah, there's a bit of background to what's happening to Boris Johnson and all those questions about his leadership in the UK. It's still in the news, so it's a good one to get across. You can find that by searching for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app. And just quickly in sport, Queensland were able to take home game one of the State of Origin. 
was a huge crowd in Sydney. More than 80,000 people went to watch that game last night. Queensland won 16 to 10, though, so it wasn't the result that the New South Wales fans no. wanted. <laughs> uh, it was a good effort by Queensland because some of their top players are off with injuries. Uh, and, of course, on to game two now. Yep, that'll be held in Perth. And then a potential decider in Brisbane, Cameron Munster, was named man of the match. Now, this story has me thinking quite deeply about my kitchen setup. A new study suggests that a sponge may not be the most hygienic way to clean dishes and that a brush harbours a lot less bacteria. Brush is better if you don't want to have the, and this is the quote, the number of bacteria uh, on a sponge that's more than people on earth. So that's a lot of bacteria (laughs) on a sponge. I did like this study's efforts to keep a sponge clean. Uh, They say you can put it in the microwave. uh, You can do all sorts of things to it to try and keep it clean. But even then, a brush came out on top, and I'm with you, Larissa, that's made me stop and think about a lifelong of keeping the kitchen clean and how it all works. Yeah. The study did say there's no evidence of pathogenic bacteria, so that's something. Apparently, if you want to stick to your sponge, give them a chance to dry out properly. Moving on, you squeeze the day, Claire. What are you taking note of? Uh, today we've got New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern arriving in Australia. She's going to have dinner with Prime Minister Anthony Albanese tonight and then they're going to have a formal meeting tomorrow. wonder if there will be any bilateral bike riding on the cards. They're expected to talk China, climate change and the upcoming Pacific Island Forum, amongst other things. That's all from us today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.